Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOFPHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. I'm continuing today uh, without what I believe over the next few weeks as uh, God allows uh, to talk to you from a series of messages I'm calling, Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? Look to your neighbor and say, Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? Uh, we all realize that we live in a culture today where people are making money off stealing other people's identity. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And I believe with all of my heart that, that Jesus' identity has been stolen from the culture that we live in today. I believe it with all of my heart. I believe the culture that we live in has stolen Jesus' is his identity. And because people don't know who he is anymore, it has uh, bled over into the church and in our culture today. Even God's people, some people wonder, who is Jesus? And if there's ever been a day that we need to have clarity and be clear on who Jesus is, it's the day that we live in now. It's the culture that we live in now. When the kids go to school, they need to know who Jesus is. When the kids go into a college, they believe me, they need to know who Jesus is. When you go to work, you need to know who Jesus is. When you go out into the community, you need to know who he is. When, you, when you're uh, at church, you need to know who he is. Who is Jesus? That's the question. That's over 2,000 years now, really, uh, people have been trying to answer that question is Jesus a real man? Is Jesus the son of the living God? Is, is Jesus just a teacher? People are asking all kinds of questions. Who is Jesus? And it's a universal question, but it's also a very personal question. It's universal and it's personal, and it's a question that one day everybody's going to have to answer. Who is Jesus? And we find this question in the Gospel of Matthew. I'm just going to kind of share with you some scriptures that I'm building this on, basing it on. As we go forward over the next few weeks, especially today, in the Gospel of Matthew, we find this question, and Jesus actually, he's the one to ask this question. In Matthew 16, verses 13 through 16, Jesus asked his followers, here we go, it's a universal question, who do men say that I am? Who do men say that I am? And the disciples answered and said, some say you're John the Baptist, and, and some say you're Elijah, and some say you are Jeremiah, and some say you're one of the prophets. And here we go. Jesus turns it around from being a universal question to a very personal question, and he says, who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? He's asking a personal question to his followers. Who do you say I am? And Peter responded and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Peter knew who Jesus was. And the question this morning is, do you know who Jesus is? Who is Jesus to you? Last week on Sunday, we learned that Jesus is our Savior. He's our Savior. And today we're going to learn something else about who Jesus is. And it's going to come from the Gospel of Luke where Jesus declared who he was. Do you know this this morning? Please hear me. Uh, Jesus does not want your belief to be blurred. He doesn't want your view of him to be blurred. He wants you to know who he is. 
And he tells us this here in the Gospel of Luke. When he stood up in that synagogue and he read these words and he was quoting or reading from uh, the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah 61, a prophecy about himself. And Jesus stood up in that synagogue and he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor or the poor in spirit. We talked about that last week. He says, He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on Jesus, him. And he began to say to them, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Jesus was saying to that crowd in that synagogue that day, he was saying to them people, he says, I am, I am the Messiah. I am the one you have read about. I am the one you've been looking for. I am the one you have anticipated. I am the one that has come to save you, to deliver you, to heal you. I am the way, the truth, the life. I am your Savior. And Jesus declared that to all those people They were in that synagogue and that crowd heard Jesus say that he was their Messiah. Their belief of him changed. Their belief of him changed right there. And they said, isn't he Joseph's son? And we read that they became furious as Jesus began to expound on this scripture here in the uh, prophecy of Isaiah. As he began to explain it, they became furious to the point that when Jesus left the synagogue, they tried to push him off a cliff. They didn't know who Jesus was. His identity had been stolen. They were in a Jesus identity crisis. Their personal feelings about Jesus had changed. And they didn't know who he was. And I remind you this morning, if our belief of who Jesus is is based on our personal feelings and based on the way life goes, then there's a possibility that our view of Jesus may change. You know why? Because your feelings are always changing. You know why? Because life is always changing. You're here one morning praising the Lord, and then 30 minutes later, you're flipped upside down on a highway out there in an automobile accident. Life changes. There's ups and there's downs. Feelings change in our life. So we cannot base on who Jesus is based on our personal feelings and our circumstances in life. No, we base on who Jesus is on the Word of God. Because the Word of God never changes. It never changes. And so Jesus opens up the scriptures. And then what he's saying is, I don't care what your personal feelings are. I don't care what your circumstances are. I'm opening up the word of God to the prophet Isaiah. And I'm declaring to you today some things about who I am. And he said here in Luke 4, and I want us just to pick up today in this second statement that Jesus shared about himself so we would know who he really is. Jesus opened up the scriptures and he said... He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Who is Jesus? Jesus is our healer. He's our Savior and He's our healer. 
He was sent to come and heal those that are brokenhearted. Now, that word heal, if you were to do a word study in the Bible, and it's a Greek word there, and you believe me, you don't want me to try to pronounce it. But that word heal, it means to, it means to cure. It means to restore. It means to put back together. It means to make whole. And we read all through the Gospels in the New Testament of Jesus healing people, putting people back together, restoring people and making them whole again. You remember when, when Jesus touched the hand of uh, Peter's mother-in-law who was with fever, and then the fever uh, it instantly left her. She was healed. Jesus, he touched a leper and the man's skin was healed. Jesus put his fingers uh, in, he put his fingers in the ears of a deaf man and suddenly this deaf man had perfect hearing. Hallelujah. The deaf man was healed. The Bible says in the Gospels, you can read it, that Jesus went about and uh, healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. Who is Jesus this morning? Who is Jesus? He's our healer. He's our healer today. Aren't you thankful today that he's our healer? Glory to God. He went about, Jesus did, and restoring people and putting people back together and making them whole again. And let me just tell you right now, if Jesus, if he's the same yesterday and today and forevermore, then I believe Jesus can heal right now. Amen. If he healed then, if he healed all kinds of sickness and disease then, I believe he can heal right now. Because he has not changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. I believe Jesus can heal you today. He wants to heal you today. Glory to God. He wants to heal you today. Jesus says, I've come to heal the brokenhearted. The brokenhearted, that word there, and another Greek word, if you were to look it up, it means someone that is suffering in their life to the point that they feel crushed. It could be an emotional crushing, it could be physical crushing, but it's, that word brokenhearted means to suffer to the point that, that you feel crushed, you feel shattered, you feel broken in pieces. The picture there is, a, is a, like a piece of shattered glass that's been hit by something and it just shatters on the, uh, all the way through the glass and all the way around. And no matter who you are, and I've learned this, friend, I don't care who you are, I had that conversation with someone yesterday that no matter who you are, there's times that are going to come in your life and you're going to feel brokenhearted. I don't care who you are, you're going to feel brokenhearted. Things are going to happen to you in your life that, that, that uh, take you to the place where you feel crushed and you feel like you're shattered on the inside. People are here today and maybe watching online and you're, they're shattered by sickness and they're shattered by tragedy, shattered by sudden death of a loved one. Some people are here today and they're shattered by their past hurts, things that happened to them when they were growing up, maybe some kind of abuse. And people are shattered by their past failures, you know, just one mistake it seems after the other and you're shattered by that. Some people are here today and they're shattered by betrayal. There's someone that just betrayed you and went behind your back and some people are shattered by hurtful words and they're shattered marriages and people are shattered by divorce and shattered by doubt and shattered by depression and shattered by addiction. It might be pornography. It might be drugs. It might be alcohol. Listen, the devil will do whatever he can to crush you and, and shatter your life. And if he can't crush you and shatter you, he'll come after your family. But the good news is this morning is that we serve a Jesus who says, I have come to heal the brokenhearted. I can heal you. 
Who is Jesus? He's our healer. He's our healer. Thank the Lord he's our healer this morning. That's good news for all of us that are brokenhearted. Those that have walked in today or watching today and you feel crushed on the inside. You feel like that piece of glass that has been shattered on the inside. You just need to hold on this morning knowing that Jesus is your healer. He heals the brokenhearted. The perfect illustration of this right here is found in in John chapter 11. We meet some very precious people in John chapter 11, people that were very dear to Jesus, and we all know who they were. They were, they were people that were brokenhearted. They were people that were crushed and shattered by life, and their names were Mary and Martha and Lazarus. They were very close friends, dear friends to Jesus. If you read that story in John 11, you'll see how close they were. But Lazarus, Lazarus the brother, he was shattered by sickness. Now, the Bible doesn't say what kind of sickness it was, but we know that his life had been shattered by sickness. And, and Mary and Martha, they sent a messenger to Jesus for him to come and to hurry up and get there. You know why they sent a message to Jesus to come? Because they knew who he was. They knew he was a healer. They knew if Jesus would come that he could heal They knew him as healer. They knew he could heal their brother Lazarus. And then we read here, and sometimes we just kind of scratch our heads, and Jesus, he gets the word that the one he loves, Lazarus, is sick. And the Bible says that he delayed in going to that family. He delayed a couple of days. But when he finally arrived, the Bible says that Lazarus had been dead for four days. He had been dead for four days. You're talking about a family that is brokenhearted? You're talking about a family that feels crushed and feels shattered in life? Think about it. They, they know Jesus. They're close to Jesus, but their brother's dead. Jesus loved them, but their brother was still dead. Jesus cared for them, but their brother was still dead. He was close to them in a relationship, but their brother was still dead. Jesus healed people everywhere around him, but their brother was still dead. Their hearts were broken. They were shattered to pieces on the inside. And I wonder, you know, what is it that crushes us? What is it that has shattered our life to the place that we may be here this morning and we feel like that we feel like nothing could ever be put back together in our life? I don't know what it may be, but you may have walked in today and you feel shattered, you feel crushed, and you're at the place where you feel like your life is broken to pieces and you wonder if it could ever be put back together again. And things like that happen all the time. Maybe it's something unexpected that happened to you. Maybe it's uh, what we call these disruptive moments in our life, these things that we don't plan for, but you know all of a sudden, uh, bam, right out of nowhere, we get hit and our world is flipped upside down. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Things like sickness, things like death, things like a loss of job, things like crisis in your home or crisis in your relationships. You see, when, 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 you, when those unexpected things happen, they can leave you feeling crushed. Uh, it can leave you feeling shattered. It can leave you brokenhearted. And Jesus says, I've come to heal the brokenhearted. I've come to heal the brokenhearted. And listen to me. Mary and Martha, they were there. They were there. They were brokenhearted. They were crushed. They were shattered. But the good news is Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. He has the power. He has the power. 
to heal your broken heart today, no matter what's caused it, he can do it. And I want you to notice how he does it. I want you to notice how Jesus heals the brokenhearted. The first thing he does here, notice with me, that Jesus, our healer, he promises a powerful future. He promises a powerful future. In John 11, verses 23 through 24, Jesus said to Martha, he says, your brother will rise again. Your brother will rise again. And Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Martha told Jesus these words here that many of you have probably said in your life. Lord, if you had just been here, if you would have just been here, my brother would not have died. And I love what Jesus does. He starts pointing her heart, that broken heart, that crushed heart, that shattered heart. He starts pointing her out into the future. And he says, your brother will rise again. Your brother will rise again. I know he's dead, but he's going to live again. I know he's in a grave, but he's going to live again. Jesus, our healer, is encouraging that shattered heart for this family to look out to the future resurrection. And Martha says, I know he will rise again. Her heart is inspired, and she says, I know he will rise again. And listen to me this morning, church. The promise of a powerful future resurrection can bring healing to the broken heart today. When you think about what God is able to do, not only now, but out into the future, you can be encouraged today. Anybody that walked in today and you're brokenhearted, you're feeling shattered on the inside by your circumstances, you be encouraged that Jesus, our healer, he promises a great, powerful future resurrection. It brings encouragement to you. You know how I know this? Because we read it in the scriptures, Paul, when... The church in uh, Corinth, they were shattered and they were crushed on the inside. And what does Paul say? They're, they're, they're crushed and shattered. And Paul says this. He says, because Jesus has risen, we have a hope that we shall not sleep, but we shall be changed. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we will be changed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We'll be healed. He goes on, there's another church, and they're crushed, and they're shattered by what they're going through. In 1 Thessalonians, Paul said to this church, he says, The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Hallelujah. Praise God for a powerful future resurrection. Jesus... Our healer, he brings healing to the brokenhearted, letting us know that this world here is not our final home. Jesus, our healer, brings healing to our broken hearts by letting us know that the grave has been defeated. Jesus, our healer, brings healing to our broken hearts by letting us know that death is not the end. Hallelujah. And not only that, I want you to notice here that Jesus, he heals the brokenhearted by promising a great future. But he also, our healer Jesus, promises a powerful present. A powerful present. Listen, I want you to hear me. Jesus is going to heal all brokenness in the future. All brokenness is going to be healed in the future. But you know what? Jesus wants to heal people today as well. In your present situation. All brokenness is going to be healed in the future, but I'm encouraged today that Jesus promises a powerful present that right now he wants to, he wants to heal you. He told Martha in John eleven twenty five. 25, he said to her, he said, here we go, who is Jesus? I am the resurrection and the life. 
He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. So Martha, she's looking out into the future, and she tells Jesus, I know Lazarus is going to live again. I know uh, uh, the resurrection at the last day, he's going to rise again. And it looks like that all Martha's doing is looking out into the future, and we should look into the future. We should look out to that light, and we should hold on. But you know what? We need to look out into the future, but we need to look now because God wants to work in your life right now. He wants to do a powerful work in your life right now. And he's reminding Martha. She's seeing the future, but she's missing the present, and she's missing there's a power of the resurrection that can happen in her present situation. And he's about, re he's about to reveal to her Right there in that place that she's at. And the way he does it is he says, this is who I am. I am the resurrection. I am the resurrection. Jesus didn't say, I will be the resurrection. He says, I am the resurrection. He didn't say, one day the resurrection will come. No, he says, I am the resurrection. That means right now, in this very moment, Martha, I am the resurrection. Right now there's power. Resurrecting power. Jesus, our healer, he wanted Martha and he wanted Mary and he wants every one of us to know in here today that there's a resurrecting power that can be present in your life right now. Right now. Some of you walked in crushed and you've walked in shattered. I want to encourage you today from the word of God. Jesus says, listen, there's a right now resurrecting power that can heal your broken heart. Hallelujah. Listen, I want to do something right now in this very moment. Right now is what Jesus is saying. Hope can fill you right now. Uh, peace can fill you right now. Joy can fill you right now. Forgiveness can overflow in your heart right now. Listen, strength can come right now. Restoration can happen right now. Healing can happen right now. You know why? Because our Jesus is our healer who's a right now healer. He's a right now healer. Amen. He's a right now healer. I was listening to a uh, message that Pastor Rudolph gave me. I don't know the date on that message, but it's, I'll put it to you right there. It's on a cassette tape. If you don't know what it is, check with me later. I'll tell you. But the man speaking on that cassette tape talked about how when he was a little baby, he suffered from asthma. His parents were really not in church, and they went to a service one night, a holiness service and they went, and the, little ba the boy, at the time, the little baby was suffering from severe asthma. And they walked him down to the altar, and they placed him into the arms of the pastor. And the pastor began to pray in the name of Jesus for healing over that little boy with asthma. And that day at that altar, that man was, that little baby, he was cured from asthma, never had to have treatment or anything. Went on to be a preacher of the gospel. God is faithful, friend. I'm telling you, he's a, he's a right now God. If you will trust him and take a step toward him and believe God to work, he's a right now God that can heal the broken heart. Amen. You, listen, you may have walked in crushed. You may have walked in shattered. But our God right now, he can put it all back together. Hallelujah. He can put it back together. I want you to notice here that Jesus, he wants to make this resurrection power a right now reality for this family. So what does he do? Now, you, you got to put yourself there. He, walk, he walks there, and he's in the graveyard where Lazarus is buried in that tomb, and, and he tells him to roll the stone away. Roll the stone away. What are you doing? Roll the stone away, Jesus said. And what does Martha says? Lord, he, he's been dead for four days. There's going to be a smell. 
Jesus looks at her and says, I told you if you would believe, you would see the glory of God. If you would just believe, you would see the glory of God. And if you would just believe, here's what he was saying. This is the Jeff Dale translation. If you would believe your, if you would just believe your situation can be raised back to life right now. If you would just believe your situation, whatever it may be, can be, can be raised back to life right now. Right now. You don't have to wait. He's an on-time God. He's a very present help in times of trouble. And what did Jesus say? He spoke. He said to Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, come forth. Many scholars believe if he hadn't said Lazarus, everybody in the graveyard would have got up and come. Lazarus, come forth. And the Bible says he that was dead came forth. He was bound by grave clothes, and Jesus looked at those people, and he says, loose him and let him go. He demonstrated, Jesus demonstrated his healing power in that present situation. Right there in that place, he demonstrated who he was. I have come to heal the brokenhearted. And my power is being manifested right now in this present situation. And Lazarus, man, think about it. Lazarus was crushed and shattered to death. Think about it. He was crushed, Lazarus was crushed and shattered to death, but there he was standing and living again. There he is standing and living again. And some of you are here this morning, and you have been crushed and shattered to death, but Jesus touched you, and here you are this morning. You might have some grave clothes on, and you might have a little smell to you, but you're here this morning, you're standing, you're living, you're praising, you're worshiping, you're still trusting the Lord. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. You've been shattered to death, but Jesus healed you and brought you out of that grave. You might be here this morning, and like I said, you may have some, listen, the grave clothes might still be on you a little bit, and they still might be a smell. I want you to know something this morning. Listen, you don't have to try to go through life and pretend everything's perfect. Everybody gets crushed. Everybody gets shattered. But you know what? You can look at those grave clothes and that smell and say, this is my testimony. God brought me out of that grave, and here I am. I'm still praising the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody got a testimony like that? Come on. I'm not going to stand up here and pretend it's all perfect. Come on. I've been shattered. You've been shattered. We've all been shattered. But thank God he's our healer who heals the broken heart. He heals the broken heart. Pastor Kevin, if you want to come, brother, thank you. I ask you this morning, what's crushed you? What shattered you? I want to declare to you, just as sure as I've been in prayer, for all of you here today, that healing will come. Healing will come. Restoration will come. Jesus will put it back together. He's our healer. The word says, by his stripes we are healed. He wants to put things back together for you. He wants to restore you. Those broken pieces, he can put them back together. No matter, listen, no matter what grave you're in today, Jesus is our healer and he's here right now to heal the brokenhearted. He's here to heal the brokenhearted. He's here to give hope to you, peace to you, comfort to you, restoration to you. Some of you may be shattered by the sickness of sin. He's here to, he's here to deliver you from sin. He's here to forgive you of your sin. 
He's a God who is healer. Who is Jesus? Who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? Jesus is healer. Jesus is healer. He's here to heal the brokenhearted. Oh God, I've walked through some stuff and and I've been crushed and I've been shattered and I've been hit. But there's a present power available that God can heal me in that place I'm at and He can bring me through. How many of you know God can bring you through? He can bring you through. How many of y'all have ever heard of Dr. David Jeremiah? Raise your hand. I thought so. Great man of God. Have you ever heard his testimony? He's got a powerful, powerful testimony. You know, he has just a very impactful ministry. And everything God has done for him, he gives God all the glory for it. And and his ministry for the years has just continued to grow and and be a blessing to so many people. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Turning Point, his radio ministry. You can hear him on the radio at times. And... And, and that ministry there has just grown so much. And how many of y'all read any of his books? We actually went through one here not too long ago, one of Dr. David Jeremiah's books. And he's reaching all kinds of people, and, and people are being blessed by his ministry. But I want you to know that in part of his testimony, it looked like everything in his life was just right on track. I mean, everything's good. I mean, everything's great. And right in the middle of all that good stuff, there was a disruptive moment in his life. A disruptive moment in his life. In the fall of 1994, Dr. David Jeremiah was diagnosed with cancer. Many of y'all probably know that. He testifies that he was on this road and God was blessing and all of a sudden there was this sharp turn and when there was this, in, uh, this bend in the road that nobody anticipated was going to come. But he went through the cancer, he went through the treatment and he was doing good. But the cancer in 1998 came back It came back, and it devastated him. But I want you to know that in the year 2000, he was able, during all that sickness and those treatments, he wrote the book, When Your World Falls Apart. When Your World Falls Apart. And he shares his experience and how God was with him through all of that and how God brought him through. And I tell you all that, that Jesus brought Dr. David Jeremiah through that disruptive moment in his life. And if God did it for him, God can do it for you. He can do it for you. Would you bow your heads? Nobody looking around. Some of you have walked in this morning and you have been crushed and you have been shattered by life. I want to declare to you that Jesus is our healer. He has come to heal the brokenhearted. He's come to restore. He's come to put back together. Your life may feel crushed. Your life may feel shattered. But I want you to know this morning that healing is here. And his name is Jesus. He's here to heal you. He's here to help you. He's here to to, to comfort you and to uh, make a way and bring you through what you're going through. He is our healer. And he wants to do something not only in the future through your life, but he wants to do something right now. Right now. And some of you need a right now work. You need a right now breakthrough. You need a right now miracle. You need a right now healing. And God has told me to tell you today, He's here. He's here to heal the brokenhearted. Nobody looking around. Let me just first ask you this. Have you been broken by the power of sin? 
and sin has made you shattered in life and you're sin sick and you need to be healed today with forgiveness that can only come from Jesus Christ and the work of the cross and the empty grave and you'd like to put your faith in Jesus today to be your savior and to be your Lord to be your healer so you know heaven is in your future nobody looking around you want me to just pray for you would you lift your hand real high and say, that's me, Pastor. I want, to, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. God bless you, son. God bless you. You can put your hand down. Is there anyone else? Right there where you are, young man, you just call on the name of Jesus. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Repent of your sin. Just turn from sin right now and turn to God. It's a change of heart, a change of mind, a change of direction that you would give it all to Christ right now and you would just receive him to all who re- believed in his name and received him. He, became, he, came, he gave the right to become children of God. Receive him right now. Receive him into your life by faith to be your savior. And he will forgive you of your sins and heaven will be in your future. And he'll give you that assurance and that peace right now do it God whether it be uh, someone online right now that would pray that prayer do it God save them who is Jesus he's our savior who is Jesus he's our healer listen nobody looking around please be very reverent God wants to do something right now right now you walked in this morning and you will admit before God that you are crushed and you feel shattered on the inside because of some unexpected events, disruptive moments that have come in your life, and you want me to pray for you, would you just lift your hand up and say, that's me right now? Hold it up high where I can see. Hold it up high where I can see. Just keep it up for a few seconds, please. Keep it up for a few seconds. Thank you for praying. Thank you for being honest. You can put your hands down. I want to invite everybody to stand with me right now, please. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Here's what I want you to do. Please, please obey the Lord. we got plenty of time. Please obey the Lord. If you're here this morning and you need God to do a right now healing work in your body physically, you need a physical healing in your body right now. You need God to do a healing work in your body or you know somebody that needs a healing touch. I want you to, by faith, if you want to let's pray for you or pray for that person, would you come to the altar right now? Please hurry. Step out. There's one. Come on. There comes another to the altar. Come on. You need a healing. You need a right now healing touch. Or you know somebody that needs that touch in their body right now. Just make your way to the altar. Make your way to the altar. While they're coming, I want you to, I want to make it another appeal. If you're here this morning and you need, you need Jesus who heals the broken heart. If you need him to, to heal some relationship issues in your life. Come on. We, we all have things we go through. You need the Lord to do a, a healing work in some relationships. I want you to step out right now and come. Come on. Come on, just come. I see people coming. There's others. Would you please come? I need the Lord to, to do a healing work in some relationships in my life. Here comes some. Here comes some. Come on, don't, don't, don't hesitate. God. Will-